Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 74 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Top of the morning to you. This is Chris. Little St. Patrick's Day celebration going on here, isn't there? Sure, sure is. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Belated. Belated St. Patrick's Day. Do you know our most top downloaded episode is our St. Patrick's Day episode from last year? I'm really surprised by that. It has over 700 downloads. I can't believe it because one of the people was a not very well known Irish uh, jig dancer. Yes. Michael Flatley. And the other was a YouTube character. <laughs> a fictional a fic- yeah. A fictional leprechaun that lives in Mobile, Alabama. I, I have to think those things are relatively obscure. I would completely agree. Somehow number one. So the Who Would Win cast, we strive here for the best St. Patrick's Day themed episodes possible. So we'll see if we can repeat again this year we sure do we actually strive for the best every episode this possible. is true yes this is true we hold ourselves to extremely high standards we do yes but, but if you not actually that high really it's you know we're, there i would we, say we, average standards average standards it's pretty good yeah uh so if anyone has not listened to that episode we strongly recommend that you go back and check it out it's actually really good i mean considering we took an irish jig dancer and a fictional leprechaun from a news report that's like a minute long we, we did a lot with it yeah, there's an argument that Michael Flatley is actually a leprechaun. In yeah, there. yeah. Uh, there's a detailed analysis of the leprechaun from Alabama video. Yes, and if you have not seen that, please go Google Alabama leprechaun on YouTube right away. It is really funny. It's hysterical, yes. So anyway, Chris, how are you? I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks for asking. Uh, I have some poll results from oh. last week's poll. Hit me. And if you remember, we did in honor of Daylight Savings Time. Or saving time, I should say. (laughs) Uh, We had two time travelers going head-to-head. We had Marty McFly from the Back to the Future franchise and George Taylor from Planet of the Apes uh, facing off. And the poll is pretty close as of this recording. It is currently 53% to 47% to Marty McFly. All right. Slim lead for Marty. Slim lead. It was... uh, George Taylor had the the lead for a while. Then it became 50-50, and now Marty McFly's up... uh, couple percentage points there we but, got a oh you're about to say it no you? go ahead you can say we, it. we got a cool retweet for that we, we got a we got an not even just a retweet but we got a, a comment from oh, this twitter right. account who was it it was the official planet of the apes twitter account which was which was so cool um i was sitting at work and my phone buzzed a couple times and i'm thinking hmm, what's going on and i was able to look at it real quick and i'm like whoa and they left us a great comment on the um for like their vote, they said, uh, George Taylor, you damn dirty ape, <laughs> which was so funny. And then um, Hugh commented on it, and Hugh went, holy crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess he just couldn't believe that that actually happened. Yeah, we're pretty big time now. I mean, we're like, you know, you start off with the unofficial Fuller House Twitter account, then you go to the Mr. Uh, Owl Tootsie Pop official Twitter account, and now we're at a, uh, a major film franchise uh, Twitter account. 
So we're working our way up. And uh, BB-8. <laughs> and BB-8. Don't and forget BB-8. about that little guy. Can't forget about him. Um, a couple fans uh, reached out about the episode. Let's see if I can find the one from... Uh-oh. Hopefully not corrections. Not corrections, no. We had one from a fan of the show, Paul Dewey. And if I can find it... Here we go. He said, I just think Marty would be too fascinated with another old man to fight him. <laughs> George will engage in friendship before defeating Marty unexpectedly, which is a very good tactic I never thought of. I didn't think of that either. He Marty could... would just... He's just naturally attracted to old men. Exactly. Now, um, George Taylor might not know that, so he might not be able to use that That's true. against him. To, yeah. Unless he'd have to figure that out. Exactly. Unless Marty just introduced himself and was like, Hi, I'm Marty McFly. I like old guys. Right. <laughs> like, oh cool. Awesome. I'll use this to my advantage. <laughs> so so that was that previous episode. Um the final vote count will be on Twitter or or it will be on Twitter and also be on our link in the show notes also that you can listen to. All right, Chris, you uh ready to get started with today's episode? I think I'm ready. You think or you know? No, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Um, well, like you, I believe, said at the beginning of the episode, we strive for the best St. Patrick's Day episodes. That's right. We actually consider ourselves the premier St. Patrick's Day podcast only near St. Patrick's Day. Yes, not, not the not entire a, year. It's not a year round. Yeah. Just one day. And this year's topic will be for a battle between two well-known, I'll say, uh, alcohol mascots. Yeah. What are um, we doing? Well, first, I just wanted to explain the relationship between St. Patrick's Day and alcohol, in case anyone is wondering. It's a good idea. It's, I guess, traditionally a, a drinking holiday. I don't know not a national holiday you maybe america do you feel like america turned it into that well, maybe but i feel like it's big in like ireland so that's true and probably england i don't know actually if yeah. you're from england let me know mm-hmm. um it's i would guess it's even bigger in ireland though yeah but you know this kind of the uh the stereotype is people just drink a lot right uh, also in around here we make irish potato candies mm-hmm. that we just call irish potatoes but then i found out that most people don't know what that means when you just say irish potatoes and they're like this candy that apparently originated in Pennsylvania, where you take uh, cream cheese, butter, powdered sugar, and coconut, and roll them into balls, and then coat them in cinnamon. They're delicious, and they're they're amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. I made some uh, earlier last week. Where are they? In the fridge. You want one? Uh, no, no. I'm good. I didn't know if they were all gone. <laughs> no, they're like half gone. Okay. Um. So and anyway, there's no potatoes in them. No, they just kind of look like small, tiny potatoes. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out there. It's been on my chest though. So. <laughs> um so anyway we were like you know alcohol has mascots like liquor there's like mascots of different things yeah and they could be interesting to talk about absolutely picking two to go against each other right two to go against each other so i i i picked one i picked the johnny walker mascot okay who is known as the striding man Ooh, the striding man yes so uh you want to know about the striding man right now yeah give him a little background i sure i sure can do that for you steve so uh, Johnny Walker is um, blended Scotch whiskey, and in 1909 they got a new mascot. Why a new mascot? Because their old one was kind of not well received. Aww. So what was their old one? Okay, so in 1883 they had an ad campaign with like just this sad guy who was crying about a broken whiskey bottle. It was like 
there was a broken bottle at his feet and he was just crying. That's it. Oh. Yeah, I know. That's it's, not a really good way to sell it. I know. Well, I mean, it, he, it makes you sad if you break it, I guess. I, I guess. But, I mean, if you break anything, it's going to make you sad. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah. Or maybe, like, the the drink has taken his entire life away from him. So he's, like, slamming it on the ground and he's crying, thinking of everything that's happened. Maybe that's why it didn't do well. Maybe. So, in 1909, they uh, get a famous illustrator named Tom Brown. They're, like, design us a mascot. And Tom Brown comes back with, how would you like to see a well-dressed man in mid-stride? <laughs> Let's do it. Legs apart, right leg in front of left, full, like a long stride, too. Like, he's walk, he's power walking. Right, yeah. And he has uh, a red, like, fancy coat, like, with a coattail coming out. Uh-huh. He has fancy boots. They're, like, black, like, knee-high boots. He has a cane with, like, some ornamental, like, what do you call the top of a cane? cane top where you put your hand i guess uh yeah i guess the, the handle, handle? The yeah hand. it's, it's like know. gold looks ornamental he has gloves on he has a bow tie he has a golden top hat it's a fancy man he has a he has those glasses that you hold not like a monocle like there's like a it's like two two pieces of glass and you hold it with like a stick right i guess they hadn't figured out how to like keep them on your head yet right and they look like they're made out of gold also so he's very, uh, he's very well dressed. It looks like he might have a lot of cash on him. He's a fancy man. Fancy oh, there seems to be something in his pocket, but I'm not sure if that's like, I'm not sure what it is. Okay. Um, he has a fancy shirt. He's just a fancy guy, you know. I guess the, the boots are like riding boots. Like, so maybe, maybe he has he just, a horse. Just got off a horse. He probably has a horse. He looks like a guy. Who he looks a like horse. he does have a guy that would have. And a horse. actually, I was going to bring this up later, but there is some uh, canon evidence that he can play uh, polo. Okay, or, so he definitely knows how to ride a horse. Yeah. And hit things. I think so. Did I say I, I think I had that so anyway, we'll get to that later. Okay. Um so he's just he's just a fancy man who walks. And that's my guy. The the striding man. I love it. Uh you could call him Strider. Instead little, of Striding like, Man. Like Aragorn? Yeah, I was gonna say that it's possible that Aragorn from Lord of the Rings is based off of this character. I guess it's possible. Yeah, I mean they have the same name. That's true. Striding man, striding strider. man, strider. Yeah. yeah, they both rode horses. Exactly. Some kind of weaponry. They both had fancy clothes. Both have fancy clothes. Later on, not at first. Sure. Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. Once he's king. Right. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to be taking the most interesting man in the world. Who is that? You might ask. Well, he's the most interesting man <laughs> in the world. So we have an interesting man versus striding man. That's right. Uh, the most interesting man in the world was the mascot for Dosakis. He still is the mascot for Dosakis. However, the actor Jonathan Goldsmith is no longer the act or the uh, the man who is portraying the most interesting man in the world. He got replaced by a guy named Augustin Legrand in 2016. So, the most interesting man in the world. He uh, works for Dosakis, and in the commercials, he's just this guy who's just kind of sitting in a pub, and he's just. The voiceover is just listing all these amazing accomplishments he's had over his lifetime. And some of them are just so obscure, but they're so funny. Like, once a rattlesnake bit him, after five days of excruciating pain, the snake finally died. <laughs> he can speak Russian and French. These are these are like Chuck Norris jokes. They're kind of like Chuck Norris jokes. He is kind of like today's Chuck Norris in a sense of... I mean, Chuck Norris is still Chuck Norris. Well said. But he has just so many interesting facts that are just so funny that are also jokes that you could apply to Chuck Norris. Um, when he meets the Pope, the Pope kisses his ring. He has never waited 15 minutes after finishing a meal before returning to the pool. 
That's he can kill he can kill two stones with one bird. Uh, he once got pulled over for speeding, and the cop got the ticket. Just like funny things like that. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. There's a whole list of everything that he's ever done in all of the commercials. It's called "102 Most Interesting Man in the World" quotes. So, I mean, going through all of his quotes that he has, I mean, he can pretty much do anything. He's like kind of like a superpower person. If you think of everything that he's able to do, I mean, I'm going to use some of the uh, quotes as arguments. That's that's lucky because I have superpowers as well. That's that works out perfectly. Um, couple just things about Jonathan Goldsmith. So uh, he was an actor. He was on some television shows. He was on Knight Rider. He was also on Charlie's Angels, MacGyver, the original Hawaii Five O, The Rockford Files, T.J. Hooker, Magnum P.I., The A Team. And uh, he was also in some films. He was in a 76 film called The Shootist. Uh, and in that film, he got killed by the hero who was played by John Wayne. So um, he's been in a whole bunch of different things. But he has since retired, and now he is doing voice work for uh, a tequila, Astral Tequila. So he's away from uh, Dos Equis now. Wow, what a traitor. Yeah, he's, just, he's jumping ship. Just like that Verizon guy. Yeah, like he went from uh, Verizon to Sprint, right? Yeah, can yeah. you hear me now, guy? Yeah, exactly. So that's what's going on with him in those terms of things. And like I said, he's just like the most interesting man in the world. And um, he can take on anything. All right, so what are some of his special powers that you think would help you in a fight? Okay, so let's see. One here, it says his tears can cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. So he, it sounds like he has some kind of magical tears. Yeah, but he never cries. So. This is true, but... What, what about a sweat because like tears and sweat are very similar no they're both a salty discharge <laughs> yeah but tears come from the tear ducts in your eyes sweat is coming from like your pores or something okay i mean i don't know actually okay okay they're close sure all right I'll so you're saying that. your sweat can kind of cure like lesser diseases like maybe like the flu or something possibly all right i don't i'm not planning to infect you with like uh some type of disease so okay you won't need to use that. Uh, bear hugs are what gives is bear hugs are what he gives bears. So it seems like he has like a very very strong uh, hug that could possibly like if if he squeezed hard enough could probably like kill somebody. I would feel. All right, this seems like a leap, but I'll, I'll give it to you. Go ahead, keep All right, going. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, there was one about him in space, and I can't. F- oh, so the very very last episode, or I shouldn't say episode, the very very last commercial that he was in, they were sending him off to Mars. So he does have experience uh, being in space. So it seems as though he is able to survive. Um, I mean, I mean, he had a spacesuit and everything like that, but it seems like he is okay in that different type of environment. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Wait, they went. are you saying they sent him to space? That's how they like retired his version of the character. Oh, but he had a spacesuit on. Yes. Okay. Uh, so like an astronaut. Yeah, kind of like an astronaut. Kind of like, like an astronaut. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he bowls well, overhand. Just so you know, that's not a superpower. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Like, you don't think there's super people there, Chris? I mean, I think astronauts are really cool. <laughs> but it's not a superpower? I don't think it's a superpower. I don't know. I don't think anyone can just go into space. If, all right. I mean, if we were fighting <laughs> in space, you would have more experience. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to fight in space. No, I was not planning to fight okay. in space. Okay. So I remember someone else you were looking at was, had space powers, right? The girl in the Oh, moon. yeah. There was this one uh, alcohol mascot for... Uh, taking all my fun facts. Uh, Miller High Life called the girl in the moon. And she's just sitting on the moon. So not only is she the size of the moon, she somehow got to the moon. She also got to the moon and is able to successfully live in it, too. With no spacesuit and a fancy red dress. So I was like, oh, that's pretty powerful. Like, yeah. 
first of all she's giant yeah she's the size of the moon and she's in space yeah but i didn't pick her so uh another fact he can do is he can bowl overhand so i mean if he's able to throw a bowling ball overhand that seems like he has some like intense arm strength there so that's normally frowned upon at bowling alleys like but he's the most interesting man in the world so he'll they probably welcome it with open bad for the for the lane it hurts the wood probably doesn't matter he's the most interesting man in the world does he like throw a bowling ball like a baseball and hit the pins like in the air that's what i would guess so he can just throw a bowling ball he can throw a bowling ball yeah completely down the 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 alley and it doesn't say he can get a strike it just says that he bowls overhand well still that's actually that's pretty impressive yeah it's pretty strong yeah so i mean he's got some definitely upper body strength there yeah well you said with the bear hugs he can squeeze a bear uh he once won the tour de france but was disqualified for riding a unicycle so he's able to ride a unicycle the speed that athletes are able to finish the Tour de France in. Oh, that's pretty good. So that's leg strength right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, here we go. His sweat is the cure for the common cold. I was actually going to say common cold, but I was like, no, say flu. There instead. we go. So there I never go. even saw that list. I just That was just in my head. Yep. So uh, his uh, discharged liquids coming through his pores can be seen as uh, cures. Right. Are you going to make any other arguments about like bodily secretions? No. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, let's see. His blood smells like cologne. So even if you draw blood, he's going to smell amazing. Might even like throw you off this a little bit. It isn't a beauty contest. It's a fight to the death. Right, but you might smell and be like, mm, that smells kind of good. You know how sometimes no, like... Striding it, Man, he's a, he's from 1909. He is very like... He's fancy. Fashion. He definitely wears cologne. He can appreciate a good cologne. That's actually a good point. I mean, you know... He's I thought a, you were going to say guy. he would be attracted to you. When he goes to Spain, he chases the bulls. I mean, if he's able to scare a bull, a, not just crazy, one. That's a crazy person. <laughs> Two countries went to war to dispute his nationality. These aren't superpowers either. This just makes them interesting. The star of his Christmas tree is tracked by NASA. You're just reading all the facts. You're not even saying these are powers. Okay. And then I'm, right. just, I'm just going to do one more. <laughs> Uh, he is left-handed and right-handed, so he's, so he's, ambidextrous, he's ambidextrous, which is a good, which is a strong ability that can help you out in that's a fight. Sure. That's very useful. So he's ambidextrous. He has strong legs and strong arms, and his um, tears can cause cancer, but he doesn't cry. You said and cause cancer. <laughs> can cure cancer, and his sweat can uh, cure the common cold. Whoever wrote the second one of those facts was kind of unoriginal. Why like, is that? They just took one of the other facts and changed like minor details about it. Yeah, that is true. So, anyway, so when it comes to, like, physical combat, I mean, he's a force we reckoned with. Agreed. Now, your guy. Oh, you want to know about my guy, Steve? I'd love to know about your guy. My guy also has superpowers. Really? Yeah. Is this canon, you said? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to argue it is. All right. So, fact number one, he also has uh, great physical abilities. Okay. He's known as the man who walked around the world. Really? Yep. So, are you saying? Oh, I'm saying. He can walk on water? Absolutely. Is he Jesus? Uh, I have no other evidence that he's Jesus. I think he can just walk on water. Okay. So, to walk around the world, got to walk on water. Uh, not necessarily. Or walk on the bottom of the ocean. Not so necessarily. He, how else would you walk around the world? Walk on a boat. Mm, that's actually an interesting loophole. Or be like a giant bridge across the ocean. Yeah. I don't okay. think that, I don't. I think the 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 former is more uh, po- plausible. The though. boat walking. The boat walking. Like he walked onto the boat and then walked like around in a circle as the boat sailed around. Yeah, like up and down. You know, I would count that. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Either way, <laughs> either way though, I was arguing it more for the physical fitness of being able to walk around the world. Okay. Not for the ability to walk. Does it say water. his speed? No. Nope. Like how long is this taking him to go? Normal walking pace. 
I mean, that's just walking. Yeah, but that he can walk for like days and days straight. Well, th- do we know that? Like, we don't know how long <laughs> he walks for. He could just walk for like three hours and take a break. Okay, look, he also remember when I said earlier he played polo? Yeah, I was wrong. It was actually golf and billiards. Okay, but those are two other sports he plays. Okay, it doesn't say if he's good, <laughs> but he plays them. That's nice. So it's like um, the interesting man, he bowls. We don't know if he's okay, good. Okay, okay, I'm just gonna get to my my ace in the hole here. Okay, he can turn himself invisible. He can turn himself invisible. Yep, it was revealed in 1950s when they changed the uh, uh he, they changed his um ad campaign and they changed the way he looked. He just was shown as like uh, a red shirt with a black hat and black boots, and the rest of his body was invisible. Okay, and, and he still had his cane. Okay. So his body was invisible. Yeah, that's how invisibility works. You can't make clothes invisible. That's crazy. Right, so you could still see him, though. Well, he'd have to be naked. He'd fight you naked. All right, so now he's committing a crime. What, which crime is that? Public uh, nudity. But no one can see him. Yeah, but if, like, if, so if the most interesting man in the world is just fighting a naked person <laughs> who is uh, invisible, yep. I think the most interesting man in the world is going to be able to convince everybody that there's a naked person that he's fighting. No, I don't know. I don't think people... I think it's going to make you look like a crazy person. No, he's the most interesting man in the world. And now he's the most interesting crazy man in the world. No way. If you're just swinging in the middle of the street... I think think that he would totally be able to convince other people that he's currently fighting an invisible person. How would he do that? Guys, I'm fighting an invisible person. By the way, I'm the most interesting man in the world. I, and people would find that interesting. They'd no, like, they that's really, they'd be like, "That's really cool that you're fighting an invisible person." Uh, that, that's crazy. I that's, don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I have no words for that. Oh, here we go. I got another one that I can use too. What do you got? Sorry, Steve? he once won a fist fight only using his beard. So now we're one on one. Okay, it's a fist fight. I'm assuming. Yeah, you could also well, use their legs. I have a cane that might have a sword in it. But you can't. Now this is the thing. Are you using it? While you're invisible? It depends if other people are looking. Okay. It, it really depends how the fight goes. Does he really like, have a sword inside there? No, I'm just saying he might. Okay, I'll allow it. So, like, say he comes up to you, he's all fancy dressed. Right. You see him coming. Right. He could put, just whip out his cane sword and stab you with it. Possible. And if things go south for him, he strips down naked and turns invisible. <laughs> <laughs> and if he needs to, he can run away because he can walk around the world. Now, uh, even if you do stab me, I'm going to have cologne coming out of my body. It's going <laughs> to attract people. It's going to smell really nice. Now you're going to be surrounded by like a crowd of people. I think uh, you're going to have a hard time escaping. Like if you're just standing there naked and you're trying to escape a crowd of people, you're just going to be bumping into people. People are like, what's that? Uh, oh, it's a naked guy. Wait, wait, wait. That also seemed like a leap there. I mean, wouldn't you just assume that the person next to you bumped you? Depends. <laughs> Depends where I'm looking. Um, he has one other skill that's not as useful as being able to turn invisible. Okay. He was once a bootlegger. Okay. So he kind of knows like the shady underground, like, how to be backdoor dealings how to do that kind of stuff okay it might have earned him some you know shady alliances right so uh i'm not sure i was mostly going for the invisibility thing i feel like that's pretty good i feel like the most interesting man in the world just knowing him would have the ability to like see invisible people what? or something are you serious you just made up a power for yourself I'm, I'm not saying that this is canon i'm just saying i feel like he would have some kind of crazy ability that he would be able to see people who are invisible or something. well isn't that nice for you it is so nice for me i mean it's possible I'm not saying it's impossible steve normally when you say that stuff it's because you made something up this is true look i'm also rich okay judging by my gold glasses my gold cane and my gold top hat okay so i probably have like super fancy stuff like a he could probably have a personal like 
army to bodyguard him. I mean, the most interesting man in the world is his own bodyguard. Are you just going to keep making up interesting man facts this whole episode? Probably. If it works well with him, I mean, hey, I'll go for it. Uh, this this is under protest, by the way. <laughs> you can't just make up your facts mid-fight. All right. I'm just saying it's possible that he has them. Okay, look. Even though we've never heard them. I was saving this for a fun fact, but I'm just going to pull this out now. Okay. I think it's possible that the striding man is friends with superman okay because in superman 3 have you seen superman 3 it's the best superman i have not by best i mean the worst i have not it's the one with richard pryor and um i like richard pryor gene hackman and gene hackman and all of them i don't know lex luther right yeah Yeah. he's lex luther and he like has richard pryor who's like this computer hacker even though he just like learned how to computer program it's pretty stupid okay he like writes this program to like what's he do with it he makes some computer that can like steal superman's powers i forget it shoots missiles at him blah 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 but um they also make superman evil for a little bit okay make him into like dark superman and he does like jerky things like he'll like what's he do he straightens out the leaning tower of pisa for some reason he like rips open an oil tanker so it's leaking i forget why okay and one of the things he does is he drinks a lot and he drinks johnny walker whiskey so you think superman's a big supporter of johnny walker i think superman would be like these are good people i'd like to get to know him okay he'd meet the mascot he'd meet the striding man and if striding man was in trouble and he was fighting a magical being who could make up his powers as he fought he'd be like superman i need your help this guy can do anything because anytime i can do something all steve has to say is well the the interesting man like probably can't not do it and then i'm in trouble so he has to get superman to come help and if you're about to say that Superman would be better friends with the most interesting man in the world, I will reach across this table and probably just unplug your microphone. I wouldn't do anything bad other than that. Back number 12. Don't, don't do it, Steve. <laughs> don't even, don't do it. Superman has pajamas with the most interesting man's logo on it. All right, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. So I feel like Superman would have a closer alliance to the most interesting man in the world. Uh, just saying. In fact, number 53, Batman watches Saturday morning cartoons about him. So it sounds like Batman is also a huge fan of the most interesting man in the world too. So it sounds like I'd have, I'd have Batman and Superman backing me up to fight Johnny Walker. Hey Steve. Yeah. I hate you. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just listening to facts here. Are you listening the facts, Steve? Are they the facts? Off of uh, things that the most interesting man in the world has done, I would say so. <sighs> All right. I thought I was going to I thought I was going to have you. I thought I was going to get you this time. It's funny that you said that cuz I remember when I was scrolling through and I saw Superman, I said, "Oh, I got to go back and find that because I don't remember. I didn't remember what it was, but luckily I was able to find it really quickly." Luckily. Yeah. Good thing. I was I was very fortunate there. Uh anything else you want to add? Maybe fun facts perhaps? Well, my fun facts were about Superman drinking Johnny Walker. I think it's uh in in the movie, it's I think it's Red Label. I don't remember. They have different like colors for their like the price and quality, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what's what, and I don't remember what red is. But that's what Superman drinks in like a kind of small town diner. Yeah, just just down in it. But I don't think he can get drunk. But then he kind of gets drunk. It's kind of yeah. Confusing. I don't think he can. Yeah, so Superman 3 is just bad all around, so. 
Yeah. It could have just messed up Superman being drunk. I don't know. At least you had a good reference there to try to help you out. Um, some background about the most interesting man in the world. Like I said, he's not, uh, the actor does not do it anymore. Like I said, he was replaced by, uh, Augustin Legrand in 2016. Um, once they started doing the most interesting man in the, in the world commercials back in 2006, um, the sales like went up like 15% and his, um, famous line of, uh, stay thirsty. My friends is very well known. Um, also his other famous phrase of, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis has kind of become like an internet meme. Like people will say, I don't always blank, but when I do, I blank. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that meme. Yeah. It's so, an old meme, but it checks out. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. Nice Star Wars reference there. Thanks. Did I mess it up? Nope, I've... You got it. Right. Um, and they also did a, a um, joke with him, not really with him, but of him on Saturday Night Live, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt Levitt played um, the most interesting man in the world. And Jason Sedak has played his father, the character's father. So, was it funny? Did you see? I don't it? know. I've never seen it. Um, some Johnny Walker facts. Uh, so they went with a striding man to symbolize uh, their innovative thinking and never-ending pursuit of greatness. Okay. Um, so they claim a couple innovations, like using a square bottle for mm. um, their whiskey. It was like less prone to breakage than a round bottle. Okay. And they could f- pack them better into crates because they makes were sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, they purposely slant the label at 24 degrees so they could fit a bigger font on it. Oh, okay. So it would have be like a large font that's recognizable on shelves. That's cool. That was just some of the things they did. Do you have a preference for any drink? Not particularly. I don't think I've ever had any Johnny Walkers. I've had Dos Equis. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Dos Equis is fine. Yeah, it's fine. I've never had Johnny Walker either. Some I know some of it's very expensive. Yeah. Well, luckily, we will let our uh, fans decide who will win this fight between the most interesting man in the world and Johnny Walker. Uh, Let us know what your favorite drinks are. If you are above the age of 21, please let us know. If you're below the age of 21, don't tell us. Well, it could be a a non-alcoholic. That's true. Well, yeah, that's true. Or if you're in a different country where you have different laws. That's true. Yeah, exactly. How about this? Just tell us your favorite drink and we won't ask your age. There we go. Perfect. All right. All right, cool. (laughs) Um, So please remember there will be a vote on Twitter where you can... Uh, vote or a poll on Twitter where you can vote for who you think would win between the most interesting man in the world and the Johnny Walker mascot. Have a happy St. Patrick's Day. Well, I hope everybody has a happy St. Patrick's Day. Hope you had a great weekend. That's right. Celebrated however you chose to. Appropriately, safely, and we hope to see you back next time. I'll probably just be like sitting around my house doing nothing. It's kind of what we're doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. His charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is the most interesting man in the world. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.